0: Welcome to the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Rear. We believe this teaching from God's Word will empower you to live a full, impactful life in Christ. Let's dig in. If you let your head get too big, it will eventually break your neck. <laughs> Never let your pride. Get bigger than your relationships, yes, 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 yes. but God gives grace. How many of us can use a little bit more grace in here? Yeah, our lives, more grace to handle life, husband, wife, old age, youth, grace to handle singleness, grace to handle the kids. Grace to handle money, but God gives grace. Grace is a gift, but to give grace is, makes it emphatic. He's saying this is a gift by definition that cannot be earned. But though grace cannot be earned, Peter is teaching us that grace, at least more grace, must be qualified for. Your humility level will either qualify or disqualify you from receiving more of the thing you need most, the grace of God. That's why Jesus said, if you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven, you're disqualified. Your unforgiveness, boy, disqualifies you from receiving the help, the mercy, and grace that could be yours. Because in order for God to continue to give you more unmerited, undeserved favor, you got to be in a position to give that same type of favor to others. I've explained this in the past, and you perhaps heard others say this. The reason the Dead Sea is dead is because the Jordan River originally flowed into it but doesn't flow out of it. Everything goes into the Dead Sea, but nothing comes out of it, so it dies. So if God shows me grace, but I don't show you grace, Jesus came and we might have life. It's living to forgive. It's living to let go. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. And you, you think it's hard hearing it. It's hard preaching this. i got to live up to this. And family's listening too, they're going to hold me to this. But God gives grace to whom? The humble. So if you have not found grace for what you're facing, could it be that God's dealing with your pride? Maybe some things in your life were not the devil. Maybe it wasn't just that person. Maybe God was trying to work on something in your life to get your attention so that you might humble yourself. Let me tell you something, I've lived long enough to know I'd rather humble myself than God have to humble me. Therefore, he's continuing to tell us why humility is important. Humble yourselves, again, do it yourself. Don't make God have to do this. Humble yourselves under—God ain't weak when it comes to this subject—under the mighty hand of God. Now this term, mighty hand of God, throughout the Scripture, typically it's used for God's deliverance power. Peter was saying to the people in the church at that time, and he's saying to us over time, get over your opinion. Get over the way you think things ought to be done, and align yourself with the only one able to get you out of the mess that you're in. He's smarter than you, wiser than you, he's been around longer than you. There is freedom that comes in recognizing you are not the Almighty. There has not been an opening in the Trinity where God has been looking for another to sit in his counsel. We are not all-knowing, we are not all-wise, and I am not always right. Our greatest safety comes when we find our lane and stay stay in it, stay in it, stay in it. Now, what's the purpose of all this? That he, God, not you, how many of you tried to put yourself in a position, but because you put yourself there, you had to keep yourself there? But if God puts you there, he'll keep you there, he'll keep you there, that he may exalt you, And this is where I wanted to get to today. Peter understood that Jesus' ultimate aim was promotion and to lift you up and, and to help each of us graduate to next. But if you're not willing to learn, if you're not willing to humble yourself, even God can't help you until he humbles you. that he may exalt you in due time." Amen. This tiny clause is a huge part of this verse, in due time. It's three words in English, it's only two in the Greek, en Cairo. En means in, Cairo means due time. In due time. Now in the New Testament, there are two words that are translated time, chronos and kairos. Chronos speaks of general time, as in Luke chapter 3 and verse 1. In the 15 years of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. This was a general time. This was not a certain hour, it wasn't a time of day, it wasn't even a month, it was a period of time. Uh, We would say in the third year of President Biden. So so this is again chronos, very, real general concept of time. But Peter did not select the word by the Holy Spirit, chronos, he selected the word kairos, which is far, far more specific. Kairos expresses the perfect moment, and the Greeks prided themselves that they said more in a single word than other languages said in entire sentences. So that single word expressed the moment an archer released his bowstring to hit his target. Due time is always strategic and deliberate. Time, yes. That he may exalt you when? At the right time. Yes. The hardest part of humility is waiting for God's timing, yes. waiting for God's strategic yes. moment. Yes. But trusting God is trusting also his timing. Yes. What i found with God over the years is God will allow situations at time to pull us back. And we can all handle setbacks to a certain extent, but the challenge is He always lets us go a little further back than we would ever expect. God, where are you now? I was with it for a moment now, I've been listening to business preaching and reading the Bible and I said we're going to have some, but, but Lord, wait, 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 Lord, wait a minute, wait, 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 that's enough, that's enough. That, whoa, 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 whoa. And then, as with an archer. He pulls that thing back, but then he holds it for the opportune time. So God gets you back here and he says, hold on, stay put, I got you. Do not move, wait for it, wait on my timing. Something's coming your way if you just hold on. I know it didn't go in the timing and the season and the way you thought, but hang on. And what I've discovered about God is the farther He pulls you back, the further He pushes you forward. Your setback is a setup, is a setup, is a setup. Your setback is a setup. God is working on something if you just hold on, wait for the right moment, he'll release you into your destiny and into your future, but you got to be still, hold your peace, wait for your time. Joseph Joseph had a dream and he saw the, the moon and the stars bow down to him. And immediately he thought, you know, man, God's got a great life for me, and he was excited. But then his brother sold him into slavery. And if that wasn't bad enough after being a slave, his employers wife came on to him, he said no, she called it rape, and he went to prison. How many of you know you don't want to go to prison on a rape charge? But while he was in prison, someone that, that God had providentially set up in his pathway remembered that he was a man that interpreted dreams. So. In order for Joseph to be released into his destiny, he first had to learn how to deal with setbacks, because these setbacks were developing the character he needed when God finally released him. So brother, sent a, you know, sent it him, selling him a slave, setback, jail, setback amount of time, setback, and then forgotten by the butler and the baker, setback, setback after setback. But at the right time, God called for him and released him into purpose, and the way it ended is he became number two to Pharaoh. He went from prison to the palace, from being a slave to one of the most powerful men in the nation. And that journey backwards was as important as the journey forward. In fact, I say to you, sometimes your journey backwards is more important than forward. It gives you the strength you need as you propel yourself into the purposes God has for you. Don't despise small beginnings. There's someone else in the Bible, a perfect man. A man of miracles, wonders, and signs spoke like no other man had ever spoken. God himself took on a body. But around 33 years old, they hung him on a cross. But before they hung him, they beat him. They beat his body open. They beat him bloody at a whipping post, and then they they punched him. The Bible goes on and said they spit at him, and they pulled out his beard. And if that wasn't enough, then they hung him on that cross. But what the devil didn't realize, God was pulling back. (laughs) The setback called the cross would launch our salvation. This is a principle of God. You can't shake it or get away from it. Even in biology. One of the greatest thing a woman does, other than be a woman, which is awesome. (laughs) Clap that up, because nowadays we're not sure whether we're man or woman. One of the most wonderful things she does, hurts, pain, and in that pain produces, and God. I don't know, when we get to glory, it may not have to be this way, but in our fallen world and our fallen bodies, God has had to create this this pattern that we first got to be humbled before we're exalted. And we're humbled not because God is weak, but because God is wise. And He knows what we need to handle ourselves when we step into the promotion. That he may exalt you window, not when you feel like it. You see, the thing about an archer, you know, when he goes hunting for, for a, a game, he has to wait for the animal to show up. Yeah, yeah, the bow is within his power, but it's dependent on something on the outside, something other than him. And, and your Kairos moment is not just dependent on you. Is the, the other things sometimes that God has to line up yeah. to get you to due time. Yeah. That he may exalt you what? In due time. I know it's been difficult. I know it may have taken longer than you would have expected. Yeah. I know some people have made fun of you. Yeah. I know some things in your life have not gone as you planned, yeah. but like the expert, marksman archer. God has set his sights on something he wants for you, and he is prepared to release you only at the right time in your kairos moment. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Why? So God can keep you down. God is, just wants to hurt you. God just likes beating up on you. No. The motivation of it all is that he may exalt you in due time. You may not think so, but you are God's idea. The Bible says all our days are written in a book, meaning before you were here God recorded your days. The Bible said if we were to count all the thoughts he had about us, they would outnumber the sands and the sea. Imagine how much, yeah, the hairs of our head are numbered in every detail. Your life is God's idea, but nothing is as powerful as an idea whose time has come. And you got to learn to wait on God's timing and his rhythm to find the strength and the power you need for your moment. Every struggle in your life has led you to this moment. And I'm learning to live every day as if I'm going to die tomorrow. I don't want to miss my moment. It hurts you too much to get here, to walk away saying, well, I ain't going, I, I'm done with this. I'm going to leave my bow. I'm going to walk away. No. All of that, all that holding, are you really going to let that go and then let someone else reap the harvest that could have been yours? Yeah. Humble yourself. I feel this is God's word to me, this church, everyone listening. Don't make me do it, God's saying, humble yourself under my mighty hand, recognize I am a savior a deliverer, I'll get you free, that I may exalt you according to my schedule when it's best for you. Do you know how many years David ran from Saul before he became king? And we talk about David because of Bathsheba, but let me tell you, if God didn't have that 10, 15 years of humbling him when he was on the run, it wouldn't have just been David and Bathsheba. It had have been a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. God humbles us to prepare us yes. for the life he has for us. That's good. That's good. And when we get in the spot only God has prepared and placed for us. It requires God's help for us to accomplish the things in that spot. Yes. And if you're not humble enough, and you say, well, Lord, you got me here, I got it from here, you're going to end up in trouble. That's right. But Scripture says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand—God is still strong even if you had setbacks—that He made it, and when God does it. When God opens the door, no man can shut it. When God does it, no man can stop it. No man can block it. When it's your time, it's your time. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. We also invite you to partner with Derek Rear Ministries in bringing the life-changing and impactful teachings of God's Word to the world. Get started by visiting DerekRear.com by clicking the link in the description.